What is the tea? The girls are fighting. No. <laughs> the girls are fighting. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster streaming straight out of new york city right if this is your first time tuning in then i want to say welcome 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 if this isn't your first time then welcome back bitches we're practically family we're related by now y'all as a few of you may know already the show is about to turn three years old so that's super exciting we're a couple of days away i think two. Oh my god it was my grandmother's birthday and i forgot to wish her happy birthday Oh my god, lord, I gotta text her. Um, But like I was saying, as few of you may already know, we turned three this week. So happy birthday to us. That's super exciting. We're almost out of diapers. Make sure you wish us happy birthday. Send us all of your love and well wishes to Bruno Explains It on TikTok and Instagram. You also can follow the Bruno Bossy brand page on Facebook. And while you're there, feel free to follow me. I love listening to all of you guys' feedback. So you're all welcome to write in, tell me what you think of the show and all that good stuff. With that out of the way, keeping the co-pilot seat warm is no one. I am absolutely solo today, but don't worry, my brother and your new BFF will return. It's just scheduling hiccups that is keeping us apart. But we're gonna get back together it takes a lot of traveling and scheduling to film together my fellow little minions so this past i want to say this past week or two was sort of difficult for us but we are going to get back to the studio we actually have two episodes already done and they should be i think they're in the process of getting edited so that's super cool the episodes one was filmed during the christmas um the christmas holiday and it features our baby sister and the mother of jb's two girls letty Latin Anae. The other one features um, us again and our sister Anae. Super cool episodes. Very chill. It's just us shooting the shits. So when they drop, go check them out. Yeah, hopefully you enjoy. In the meantime, ladies and gents, I wanted to talk to you about a few topics and new stories. I'm going to dedicate this mini episode specifically to one. If the Azalea Banks soundbite didn't help you, didn't help indicate what I'll be speaking about, then let Uncle Bruno fill you in the girls are arguing and when i say girls i'm referencing the lovely Nicki minaj and meg the stallion two of the top female rappers in today's modern music and for the babies that i need to break this to when i say top i don't mean 
necessarily that they're the best or the top of all time. What I mean is that in today's music, Nicki Minaj and Meg's names are usually part of the conversation. So they're two very successful women, um, farting out hits after hits. So super congratulations to them and I guess their followers and fans, whatever. Super shout out to other women who are doing their thing in the hip hop genre, like you know, the Cardis of the world, the Dojas, and every other woman doing their thing. So super kudos, I'm a big supporter of female hip-hop and so i wanted to talk about the story everybody's been talking about it everybody has been uh everybody has an opinion over the matter on january 26 2024 meg the stallion and hot girl productions released a hit song hiss independently it's the second single of her upcoming third album the song was originally met with critical acclaim, praise, and massive media coverage over the lyrical content and artists she seemingly disses on the three-minute track. Who are these artists, you may ask, and what exactly did she say about them? We're going to take a quick break for everybody who listens to us on Spotify. Bruno explains it all on cut. We're going to take a quick break, listen to Hiss, and come back and talk about all the people Meg Thee Stallion has dissed on the track alrighty so we are back with just listen to his by Meg Thee Stallion and first things first before I get to the Nicki Minaj or Drake reference did you guys catch the direct call out to Kris Jenner I'm really not trying to stir the pot or be one of those like conspiracy theories but no one's really talking about it and I feel like this line could easily be like one of those kind of underhanded compliments she says my pussy is so famous my I'm sorry my pussy so famous might get managed by Kris Jenner next we all know that Kim Kardashian got her big break with that sex tape she filmed with Ray J back in the day. Like, I've even heard people say, aye, Kris Jenner has pimped out her whole family, you know, for fame and fortune. Whatever. Especially the girls, you know. And not pimp in the literal Hunt's Point way. So, when Meg says, my pussy's so famous, it might get managed by Kris Jenner next. I wonder, is it really a compliment? considering the origin of kim k's fame and popularity something that she clearly regrets and is embarrassed now about so i wouldn't technically find that comparison a compliment when you really think about it later in the song she alludes to her shooting in 2020 by tory lanes and the trial which resulted in the conviction of lanes and his sentencing to 10 years in prison she speaks about the situation in the lines i ain't scared to dig any man go against me I handle shit. I'm the Teflon Don in the courtroom. They be throwing that dirt. The don't shit stick. So this line is towards fans defending Tory Lanez, who continues to defend Tory Lanez. Megan suggests that they, that they download JPay. It's a money transfer service for the United States prison system, by the way. And then to send some money, or even that they schedule a <laughs> conjugal visit, given all the dick writing that they do. Meg Thee Stallion does goes on to address Canadian rapper Drake who previously dissed Megan on his song Circle Local back in 2022. This bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke but she's still smiling is the line that he performed on the song. At the time Meg Thee Stallion hit back on Twitter urging musicians to stop attacking weak ass conspiracy theories and bars to her name. Stop using my shooting for clout bitch ass niggas. She tweeted since when the fuck is it cool to joke about women getting shot you niggas especially rap niggas are lame ready to boycott about some shoes and clothes but dog pile on a black woman when she says one of y'all homeboys abused her well 
Meg technically has gotten her musical revenge if you ask me. In his, she raps. The niggas hate on BBLs and be walking around with some with the same scars. Real curry, no etching. Niggas fight to get in my section. Don't speak of my body count if the dick ain't worth coming back for seconds. Cosplay gangster, fake ass accents. So what I just read, that's bars on her song, right? On his. And these lines were taken by publications and fans to be a diss towards Drake. About his... God, I'm reading these notes and I can't stop laughing. About scars being the result of a rumor ab surgery. Same claims that have been previously made by people like Joe Budden and DJ Carnage. Megan also alleges in the song that her ex, Partisan Fontaine, can't move on and needs to keep speaking out about Megan to stay relevant with the lines, he can't move on, can't let it go, he hooked, nose full of that Tina Snow. And since niggas need Megan to help make money, bitch, come be my hoe. Wow, Jesus, so poetic. <laughs> Megan the Stallion further raps the line. Hoes don't be mad at Megan, but they're mad at Megan's Law. If anyone's interested in a little history, Megan's Law is the name of a federal law that requires registered sex offenders to provide their personal information to local law enforcement agencies. The bars were taken as a diss towards rapper Nicki Minaj by critics, fans, and Minaj herself due to the fact that she is married to Kenneth Petty and her brother Jelani Miraj are both registered sex offenders. Of course Nicki Minaj took offense to the line um, about her and her husband because, you know, who wouldn't? But if I was to give my two cents, I just feel like, I think Kenneth Petty should defend himself. I mean, and I don't mean in violence or whatever the case may be, but he could go online and say his piece because like, what does his past crime have anything to do with Nicki Minaj? And I've noticed that a lot of people, whenever they want to get at Nicki Minaj, they mention the sex offender. So almost immediately after the song was released, Nicki Minaj took to Instagram Live to preview her own song. It was a diss track directed to Megan rapping, Bad Bitch, She Likes Six Foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. Referencing, of course, the 2020 shooting I mentioned earlier um, that Megan suffered by lanes. Also on the live, Minaj criticized Megan, saying, you have three Grammys and you have yet to learn how to rap on the beat and, be and being comfortable in the music before continuing mocking her rap flow. Minaj also liked the hundreds of tweets from fans talking negatively about Megan, many of which mocked her for the shooting. Megan then posted on Instagram story where she was doubled over with her left hand on her mouth, seemingly laughing at Minaj's response. In the days following the song's release, Minaj continued to talk about Megan on Instagram Live and Twitter and continued to like tweets that spoke negatively of, of Megan. In a 3,100 character post on Twitter, Minaj stated that she did not condone bullying before calling Megan, Megan a horrible actor that can't cry on cue and a pathological and manipulative liar. In the same post, Minaj bragged about her own success, listing several accolades of her fifth studio album, Pink Friday 2, which is a pretty, really decent, solid album. But then again, it feels like it's like three different CDs in one album because it's you get Nicki Minaj, rap star, and then pop star, and you know, in between R&B, you know, singer. But it's it's a pretty good album. A lot of the songs are really good, really catchy. Anyway, so Minaj kept comparing her success to um, Megan, and she also dropped, you know, the track Barbie World and the what it's achieved for the Barbie soundtrack. And <laughs> she also compared um, 
the track to Megan's songs, Hell No, for The Color Purple, and another track she recorded for Mean Girls, which was called Not My Fault. She continued by accusing Megan of winning fraudulent awards, seemingly referencing her Grammy Awards, of which Megan has three and Minaj none, and repeatedly described her as a flop. Minaj also accused Megan of using ghostwriters for her raps. She also defended her husband, Kenneth Petty, on Instagram Live and labeled his rap conviction, Dirty Old T, from when this man was a 15-year-old child. She further addressed Megan with the words, You're bringing up a dirty old T because no man will ever fucking love you. And lying on your dead mother. Wow. Referencing Megan's mother who died of brain cancer in March 2019. On the radio app Station Head, Minaj continued to discuss Megan's mother as well as Tori Lanes and Megan's former collaborator, The Baby. You let everyone be thrown under the bus. You let The Baby be thrown under the bus. Tori, your best friend, your mom, you better go conjure up your mother and apologize. On Twitter, what is it called now? X? So on X, she called Megan a disgusting serpent and shared the lyrics, Megan's Law. For a free beat, you could hit Megan Raw. Tabloid magazine TMZ alleged that a number of barbs, Minaj's fandom, leaked the location of the burial site of Megan's mother on social media, which is really awful. And as a result, the cemetery notified local authorities and increased the number of security personnel at their facility. However, Minaj refuted that she had encouraged her fans to desecrate the gravesite. Uh, I don't know. It, these days, it's really, it's really not hard to believe something, right? The world is crazy. But at least publicly, there, there's no proof that she's ever encouraged that. Two days after the song's release, Minaj announced the release of the track Bigfoot. Posting the single covered alongside a photo of Megan the Stallion crying. However, Minaj claimed the song is not a diss track. A few hours prior to her release of Bigfoot, Minaj disclosed that her team was waiting for Lil Ju made the beat to clear that beat that I've had for six years, she said. Minaj then suggested that Megan try to prevent the diss track from coming out despite the fact that she had not even heard the song. She tweeted, It's been ready for two days. Just was trying to be cool and let her get her little streams. Was gonna say anything. But remember how everybody kept my name in their mouth and how I said the next person that mentioned my family is gonna regret it. By the way, they haven't even heard the song. Who said it's even a diss? The song was delayed further for another six hours before released on January 29th. So before we continue, we're gonna take a quick break for the Spotify listeners and we're gonna listen to Bigfoot and share, of course, what we think. Alrighty, guys, I'm back and I'm fucking speechless. I literally had to play that shit twice because I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Here are some of the things that Nicki Minaj says on Bigfoot. She goes, your flow is such a bore drinking a bottle of Henny through a straw. Bitch, you better stop that dialogue before I hit Carl and buy your catalog. Then she goes sigh how you fuck your mother man when she died so please to all the die hard nikki fans or bloggers or like media outlets if y'all can fucking confirm this this shit is crazy you're accusing the woman of sleeping with her man's man her mother's man after she died she also says how you go on gail king and can't cry child by bigfoot you're still a small fry swearing on your dead mother when you lie then something else she says interesting is again 
they bring up Megan's law. She goes, this little begging whore talking about Megan's law. For a freebie, you can hit Megan raw. If you're a ghostwriter, party in Megan jaw. Wow. Because Megan's ex-boyfriend, for those of you who are non-hip-hop fans, I think his name was Partisan. And um, I believe they're alluding to him ghostwriting a lot of the songs and the hits. And so, yeah, pretty much. You write hits and you get to party in her jaw. She also says, fucking your best friend, man, is crazy. You the type, though. You the type, though. So, again, that brings back to some, like, um, gossip that I heard. I heard this from Lovely T. I've always mentioned her name. She's one of my favorite bloggers. Like, when I uh, I listen to a lot of her, her news coverage. And I remember her talking about that technically Tory Lanez was sort of, like, messing with um, Meg Thee Stallion's friend. What is it? Chelsea, I think. And, and then she started fucking him. So... That goes back to that. Another thing. Another thing that I thought was interesting. Um, I mentioned it earlier. She mentions the Grammys. Everybody knows that Nicki Minaj has not w- received uh, a Grammy during her career. In her career. and But Meg The Stallion has. I believe Meg is on her third. And so she says. They got you all them Grammys. But your flow still a no. What a fiasco, Lupe, future made you pay. Ha ha, she want to party with the baby while rubbing on Tori to pay. She also calls her a one, was it one flow hoe? Let me see. She calls her a one flow hoe and tells her if she doesn't apologize to her mother in 24 hours, that she's going to get ugly, that shit's going to get uglier than Ken Barbie. Um, <laughs> what did I think about the song? To be honest, I thought the song was gonna be a lot worse than what I thought it was because a lot of people online are—it's mixed reviews. It's a mixed bag. A lot of people are saying that it was poor taste of Nicki Minaj to record the song and you know to go back at at her, even you know whatever the case may be behind the scenes. Like it was just poor taste to publicly go that hard, right? And it's because of the her resume. I feel like people are saying these things because they feel that, and I I could agree too in, in a small way, where Nicki Minaj has established herself ten times over. She's already proven herself. She's knocked down, you know, what is the saying? Glass ceilings, and I don't feel like she doesn't have to be arguing with these new artists you know even if they are disrespectful or whatever the case may be you know so i think that's what some of her fans and i guess just commentators i should say are referencing at and is referencing is i feel and just forget the commentators i feel that personally you know, Nicki Minaj calls herself the queen. And so, like, what's the queen fucking with the court? You know, why is she arguing with them? You know, 
I'm not saying that like um Meg the Stallion is like beneath her or whatever, but she's a new artist. She's still establishing her sound. She's switching it up. She's working with Beyonce, Jay Z, all that good stuff, right? And she's getting bigger. Like you, you've already done the years you've done. You know, you've already recorded that number of albums you've made. You've been on tour. Everybody knows who you are. It, why you why you like arguing with people that you know their resume doesn't even match up to yours that's my point I'm not saying that Meg the Stallion's resume is poor you know but Nikki has a longer resume so why is Nikki arguing with people who hasn't even had a fraction of her success a Grammy's a Grammy what about the like all the music Nicki's done, all the features she's done, you know, Billboard charts doesn't lie. It doesn't matter whether you got a Grammy or not. How many number ones? How many top hits? How many top hundreds? Yo, I think she has like the record of the most like entries on the top hundred. So that says a lot, man. I don't understand why Nicki is arguing. She should enjoy. She should be sitting back. And enjoying the success of Pink Friday too, which was a great album. But I also have to play devil's advocate. And I can't say that I wouldn't publicly react to someone continue, continuously dissing me or my family. So I get it. I get it. I just feel like you're bigger than that. But I get it. So on top of releasing Bigfoot, Nicki Minaj has also speculated that Rock Nation um, has spread a has launched a smear campaign against her, and that Meg Thee Stallion continues to seek sympathy to further her career because she really wants a Rihanna moment. Aside from Nicki Minaj, though, his has angered um, a particular individual. His name is Frank. Tableau, Tableau magazine and website TMZ reported that Richard Kenka, father of the late Megan Kenka, after whom Megan's law was named, found the use of the law's name in his disrespectful. Kenka admitted not to hearing the track and now only and only reading the lyrics and reportedly did not want his daughter's name mentioned in an explicit explicitive riddled song and is considering pursuing legal act pursuing pursuing legal action legal options if i have any attorneys listening so my question is to the world um whoever listens to the show if you're an attorney or know a lawyer or know some law can does he have grounds to sue because she mentioned megan's law so despite despite of all Despite of all this, all the controversy, the song debuted at number one on the Hot 100 on Billboard charts. Major achievement for Megan Thee Stallion. It's probably stinging Nicki, if I'm being honest. I'm just going based on the energy she's been publicly sharing, and I'm sure she probably wasn't happy about that. A lot of people are saying... It's funny though, 
how the tables have turned and a lot of people have pointed this out that it's almost like Nicki Minaj has switched roles with Little Kim. Remember back in the day, Nicki Minaj um, and Little Kim had this beef and they always portrayed Little Kim to be like, oh, the washed up, sore loser, the one that was hating on the new artist, the one, you know, you know that narrative. I'm sure hip-hop fans remember it even though it wasn't accurate i don't think little kim was ever like that um she has her own version of the of how things went down right but um yeah now it's like everything you accused nikki it's like everything you accused little kim of being it it sort of looks like you've become that person you know so that's why I say, like, she's just wasting her time. And honestly, like, like, what is the 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 phrase that I'm trying to look for? Like, she's like throwing dirt on her achievements, like on her success. Like, girl, you don't need to do all that. The beef has gotten so bad, sizzling hot that the public demanded. Azealia Banks to come out of hip hop hiding and chime in on the matter. You guys definitely need to check it out. So you guys definitely need to check it out. I saw it from watching Lovely T cover on the matter. She played the entire um, snippet, I believe it was. But yeah, um, I'll just share. I'll just share this takeaway. I'll just share this one takeaway from the from the clip that I saw. Banks says that. This has nothing to do with Cardi B or any past, like, you know, whatever beef you guys think they had. Nikki and Meg, that is. Um, the beef has to do with Jay-Z in particular. She says that Nicki Minaj seems jealous about the Jay-Z and the Beyonce Association. And if you guys definitely, so you guys definitely have to watch it. Uh, I like Azealia Banks. I like some of her music. Um, that Machete video lives rent-free in my mind. So, definitely shout out to Azealia Banks. She's a really talented woman. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for tuning in and lasting, and lasting to the very end. And making it to the very end. Uh so what do you guys think um are you team menage or are you team stallion if you like if you care to know i am team neither i have no rooster in this fight i'm actually here for it as long as it doesn't get violence i am here for it because at the end of the day this was like this is what hip-hop is about you no know? you know rap battles and all that good stuff so as long as these girls don't get violent and start threatening death and trying to kill one another i'm here for it keep dissing each other i'm still getting to know meg's work i i, I don't dislike her i don't really know a whole lot about her but super shout out continue continue the good work i guess and yeah i don't think she's that bad I'm a big Nicki Minaj music um, fan. I like her music. I, I don't really follow her. But this was big. And a lot of people asked me what I thought. So I looked into it. And that's exactly what I thought. I really... And this is, and this is exactly what I think. I really don't care. 
um both songs are pretty decent but if i had to choose the verdict i'm gonna give it to meg the stallion just because there were certain parts where i felt like in bigfoot like it didn't really flow just certain parts i'm not sure if she intentionally made it that way um and i don't know it just his felt a little bit more i guess structured but yeah they're both pretty upbeat i guess you could play it at a club maybe at a party or whatnot i have played his at my job and the response is pretty positive so yeah super shout out to them that is it for this episode i want to thank you for tuning in remember you can follow us at Bruno explains it all on tiktok and instagram if you want to follow us even closer you can follow me anthony bruno on facebook my brother your bff you can follow him at facebook as well and instagram thank you everybody for tuning in for tuning in and until the next episode bye